and go ahead and cut that on low. Here you go. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, if you cannot hear me, please let us know, let, let our technician know, and uh, wherever you are, uh, just send something and let them know you can't hear, you can hardly hear. Whether you're on Gospel Light House of Prayer, Gospel Light Society, go to church online, uh, blackchristiannews.com or bcnn1.com or urbanchristiannews.com or on Facebook or YouTube wherever we are ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior sitting at the right hand of God family friends and foes and yes even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service. Family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the chronological Bible. The chronological Bible, episode number 585, where I read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order with my family as we have done for over 34 years by the grace of God, moved by the grace of God to do so, and it made all of the difference. And uh, we give God the glory. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, beloved, we're reading Proverbs chapter 8, verses 31 through 36. As you can tell, we are not in a rush. And none of us should be in a rush to go through, that is, read the Word of God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, on this evening, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Holy Father God, grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, your protection, and your uh, uh, 
power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, the whole counsel of God, and to preach your Holy Gospel. And Holy Father God, I pray, <clears throat> in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy, your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I pray and I hope that we pray and thank you, Lord, for salvation full and free. That we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for salvation and spiritual blessings, family and life blessings, financial and material blessings, protection and provision blessings, mental and physical blessings that you have already bestowed upon us all in abundance. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Lord, we individually confess our sins, our faults, and our failures. Help us to do it collectively, but Lord, I doubt if many of us will do so. But Lord, help us to at least, on an individual basis, confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you, our disobedience our pride, our rebelliousness as believers in Christ. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, for those of us who are saved afresh and anew, crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us, and fill us, Lord, with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Put a God at our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we will not sin against you. And Holy Father God, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Deliver those of us who are saved from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of the lost those outside of the church, and yes, Lord, even those in the church, including my wife, Marika White, and other people in our family on both sides, open blinded eyes, unstop deaf ears, and Lord, save their souls and change their lives. And Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as I have prayed for over 34 years, uh, I pray that you will destroy my wife's uh, favoristic 
Jamaican pride that is so, so dangerous uh, to the souls of men and women. And I do pray that you protect my children from this demonic pride. And I pray that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell, the father of pride, the devil and the demons of hell, and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife's life and out of the lives of uh, some of our family members. And Lord, help our family members not to be destroyed because of their stubborn pride. Drive it out of their hearts, minds, souls, and systems. And Lord, even my wife, who is rife with it herself, does not want her children to have that same problem as she has told me so. And so, Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, indeed give us all sweet victory over the world, the devil, and the flesh. Uh, and, Lord, not only during the services, not only when we are in front of other people, but, Lord, behind the scenes, in the house, in the marriage, in the family, in the bedroom. Lord, God forbid that we be people, uh, that I even preach about being uh, the Brady Bunch in the church and in front of other people, including other family members, but... Uh, the Adams family at home. Lord, uh, I do pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, please rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from the minds and hearts, souls, and spirits of my wife, all of my children, <coughs> and all of our family on both sides. And give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Lord, uh, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would also uh, help us all who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of millions, the revival of millions, for the, the healing of the sick of millions, and for the comfort of the grieving of millions all around the world. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege and the power of prayer, that even though we don't know everybody around the world, we know that we can pray to you who does. and. Uh, you know how to touch each person's life in the way they need to be touched and dealt with. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray for those of us who are truly saved and born again, but face persecution and tribulations and troubles and trials and difficulties. We pray that you will lift our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties and fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. And Lord, I pray that you deliver us, Lord, 
tonight from all distresses and afflictions, all unnecessary persecutions and problems, and uh, uh, deliver us, Lord, from all tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tasks and tensions. Lord, uh, in our lives that we face. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, we pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, student loan debt, student progress problems, and Lord, I pray that everybody, all of my children, would complete and finish and not get discouraged or defeated. Thank you, Lord, for most of them finishing, and some are close. Lord, help them to do it for your glory, praise, and honor, and at the same time, have it to add a dimension and some things in their lives and a capacity that will do them well throughout the remainder of their lives. But Lord, help them to remember what I have taught them for many years, coming down from the traditions of the black community. Salvation without, uh, education rather, without salvation is damnation. So open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls, and help them to keep their focus and their hearts and minds stayed on you and not people, and not things that don't amount to anything. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, bless and protect uh, my family, and all other families that name the name of Christ, and all other families that don't protect us all from ourselves tonight and from our flesh and from the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church and evil people in the world. Holy Father God, we pray for the families that have been absolutely ripped apart and destroyed uh, from the shooting, the d demonic, satanic shooting. Uh, up near Chicago, Uvalde, and other places, all across the country. We only have, Lord, 365 days in the year. We're already, um, we're already near 365 mass shootings in this country. There is a devil loose, and Lord, as, I, as you've led me to say for years, we have failed you in the church. There's no other reason for this other than our failure in the church. We did not obey your great commandment. We did not obey your great commission. And we've talked about a thousand and one things that don't amount to a hill of beans. And uh, we have, we, we just have failed you. So all I can pray, Lord, is that you would save those who are lost in the church, outside of the church, and revive the true church again in Jesus Christ's name we do pray place upon us tonight the whole arm of God surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us Lord to be 
whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for his sake, amen. How is everybody tonight? Glory be to God. Thank you, Daniqua. For doing that. Thank you, Daniel Ezekiel. We're still waiting on Danielle. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, Proverbs chapter 8, verses 31 through 36. Rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for your ever-powerful word that speaks to our hearts in multiple ways and speaks to multiple people in different ways all at the same time. It is the most wonderful, unusual book in the history of the world and I thank you, Lord, for leaving it behind for us. For, Lord, I can truly say with some of the saints of old and some of the uh, people in the Bible, it is truly the joy of my life and I thank you for that. And it is a privilege. To read it. And so Holy Father God. If I didn't say it. As I normally do. Lord help me to say it now. Dear friends. I have the high honor. And uh, the distinct privilege. And the great pleasure. To have read in your hearing. The word of God. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. My beloved ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, 
Uh, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast and this is episode number 589. Dr. Spurgeon chose for our hearing 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 14. And it reads, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Dr. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, continues, How much owest thou unto my Lord? Has he ever done anything for thee? Has he forgiven thy sins? Has he covered thee with a robe of righteousness? Has he set thy feet upon a rock? Has he established thy goings? Has he prepared himself for thee? Rather, has he prepared heaven for thee? Has he prepared thee for heaven? Or is he doing so? Has he written thy name in his book of life? Has he given thee countless blessings? Countless blessings. Has he laid up for thee a store of mercies, which I have not seen nor ear heard? Then do something for Jesus worthy of his love. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. This is good. I say with Peter, it is good, Lord, it is good for us to be here. Give not a mere wordy offering to a dying Redeemer. How will you feel when your master comes if you have to confess that you did nothing for him but kept your love shut up like a stagnant pool neither flowing forth to his poor or to his work out on such love as that? What do men think of a love which never shows itself in action? Why, they say open rebuke is better than secret love. Who will accept a love so weak that it does not do anything, actuate? A love so weak that it does not actuate you, if you will, where you don't do what you ought to do, and do what you know you should do. 
a love with no action. You to a, it actuates you to a single deed of self-denial, of generosity. Or heroism, or zeal. Think how he has loved you and given himself for you. Think about that. Do you know the power of that love? What kind of love is this? You hear me say that often. Now that's a love for you. When you give up your life like that and die not only for you but die for your sins which is a whole lot more because your sins can land you in hell just like your crimes can land you in jail then let it be like a rushing mighty wind to your soul to sweep out the clouds of your worldliness and your foolishness go ahead Spurgeon and clear away the mists of sin and evil and ungodliness that is not profitable. For Christ's sake, be this the tongue of fire that shall sit upon you. For Christ's sake, be this the divine rapture, the heavenly afflatus. Spurgeon, I don't even know what you're talking about now, but I get the gist of it too. Bear you aloft from earth the divine spirit that shall make you bold as lions and swift as eagles in your Lord's service. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. Love should give wings to the feet of service and strength to the arms of labor, fixed on God with a constancy that is not to be shaken, resolute to honor him with a determination Go ahead, Spurgeon. Not only because of the power of your words based upon the powerful word of God, but the eloquence that God gave you to put it down on paper. I just love it. I'm one of those who I love that too. Uh, for there's uh, uh, something beautiful and wonderful and melodious about good writing. So go ahead, Spurgeon, with your bad self. Determination that is not to be turned aside and pressing on with an ardor never to be wearied. Let us manifest the constraints of love to Jesus. Always, my brothers and my sisters in Christ, and I'm taking the liberty to add some things, may the divine lodestone draw us heavenward towards itself Glory be to God, shall we pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And then, Lord, I thank you for your servants who can take your holy word and expound upon it and help us to understand it better and apply it to our lives. We thank you for your servant also, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, a man who uh, admitted that he was not perfect, but uh, we thank you for blessing him with the mother load of unction and anointing. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, he being dead yet liveth. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 1 through 3. 
as we move to the family verses, as we move to the family segment, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. If you had, or if you have a godly father, and maybe you didn't have a godly mother, or vice versa, at least honor and obey the godly father. Don't try to uh, 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 put them together uh, uh, in that other person's evil. Uh, and you can still, as a Christian, honor the bad parent and respect the other parent and honor that parent too without trying to uh, uh, get it twisted after a while by and by and uh, try to make the bad parent the good parent because you're bad now. Don't do that. Because you want to do evil, you want to use the evil parent to do your evil and to get your evil justified. Uh, as I have said before, when you do foolishness like that, we'll be here when you get back. I mean, people have to, you know, some people have to go on a journey of foolishness and evil in their lives. And, and what I say to you, uh, friends, family members, siblings, don't go on that journey of foolishness with them. Because uh, we're gonna, we'll see them again when they come back. Hopefully, after they have learned their lesson, some people, because, listen to me very carefully, some people in your family, and I don't think this is just for Jamaicans, uh, but there are many people who have, who have a devilish pride, a determined pride not to conform, not to change, not to trust in Christ, just because. And there's some pride in everybody. that people have this thing where they hate to be told what to do. One preacher online said that he's just asking you people that he sees going to these different places and trying to act like everything is alright and the coronavirus is dead and gone and it's not. He said, I, let, let me just do a, a ask. I, I'm not giving you a mandate, but let me just have an, let me do an ask. And may I do an ask? A mask ask? And he's right. It's very foolish and very unwise to be walking around here without a mask on, with monkeypox out here, other plagues out here, and coronavirus is alive and well. You're going to see that here shortly. All up in people's faces, laughing and spitting in everybody's face and so forth. And he's saying, listen, I know you don't want to hear a mandate because you don't like to be told what to do. You're too proud for that. So may I just ask for a mask? A mask ask? <laughs> because people don't want to be told what to do. It's that devilish pride. Some have it worse than others. And it is damnable. 
like I told you, my main concern, thank God, you know, um, my main sin has always been uh, temptation is now, but my main sin has always been a sexual, of a sexual nature. Meaning, uh, I'm an older man now, but I, I have never gotten over what God created when he created a fine, beautiful woman because there's nothing on earth like her. Nothing. As far as I'm concerned, you people who have all these other interests, you men who have all these other strange interests, I don't know what, what, what what's wrong with you. But the most beautiful creature on God's green earth and I will call every preacher a liar if he does not agree with me is the woman. So that just that temptation that's my temptation as I said. I, I'm thankful to God so far as far as I know that most of my children don't have that as a dominant uh uh, temptation. My greatest concern, even if they did have that, uh, my greatest concern is two things. One, because they never, number one, is the, the pharaohistic, that's not pharisaical, pharaoh, that kind of pride where God has literally destroyed you and yet you keep coming back for more he has whipped you and has uh, done everything in the book to you almost to put you down and to help you to humble down and you still come back at him that kind of pride that will lead you to drown in the sea that right there, that's what I don't want in my children. Because that, that right there will destroy them. That, and, 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 and you have to deal with that kind of pride. Some of you know about this. You have to, sometimes people like that, especially I know many Jamaican people who have messed up their lives. Our vice president is messing up her life with her pride right now. She is a, she is a proverb and she's a joke. To many people because of her pride. And she's so blind to it. She can't even see it. Nobody wants her to be. Uh, the president of the United States. Nobody in their right mind. Pride. Arrogancy. Yet they can be very smart. And very hard working. And very gifted. And, 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 I, and I thank God for all of that. And loyal. More loyal than the average bear. But that pride is a bugaboo. It is the worst sin now. It is the sin of the devil. Some have it more than others. I guess, you know, uh, we as slaves in America, when we, 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 we uh, were beat down so bad, and, and so for the Jamaicans, they fought for their freedom. And uh, I don't know what it is. Psychological, I don't know what it is. But it's good to have, I guess, to accomplish certain things. But it is bad 
when it comes down to certain things like salvation, humbling yourself, like understanding that salvation is totally based upon God and His grace and His mercy. It's not on you. It's not based upon you. Stuff like that. Uh, and, and not willing to listen to other people. Very uh, cantankerous. Uh, and just, just a pride that blinds them to seeing the error of their ways. And you have to deal with these people very, very delicately. By the grace of God and with God's wisdom. There, there, there are people in my family... I listen to me very carefully. I've already trained my children and raised my children. Uh, they know it. We don't, we don't need to really talk on the phone that much because they already know what I have taught them. Okay. It's good to hear about a trip they took or uh, a new deal they made or some adventure they went on. I love that. It's fine. But we don't have to talk about issues because they already know where I stand on the Word of God. Okay, and so we're not even going to talk about that. However, if I see that they are grouping up with the wrong crowd or the wrong person, even in the church, I, 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 I warn them, I warn them, I warn them, and if they don't listen, I just leave it alone. Because I've already warned them. And they're going to have to go the long way around. Okay, and learn the hard way. And sometimes people like that don't learn. And so the best thing you can do for them is pray for them. And hopefully they, they will have their eyes open and not become like people like that. So that's my greatest concern for my children that I have with my wife, Marika White. Pride. And the second thing is, um, the first thing is that, is that Pharaoh-style pride. I told you it was two things. Uh, I can't think of it right now, but uh, it'll come back to me later. That Pharaoh-style pride is something. The other thing is, because... None of my children I had with my wife received uh, any real love from their mother. I mean, none. Zero. I know that's shocking. And I'm not mad at anybody. My wife is right here serving uh, with me. Uh, and, and I don't know if she's serving the Lord or just serving herself. I don't know what she's doing. But she's here with me for over 34 years. But, but I witnessed it. God witnessed it. And I don't put God in stuff that is not true. My children witnessed it. She never showed any proper love to her children for some strange reason. I have asked her, was she abused by a family member? What happened? That you don't have, you don't show natural affection for your children. We went through all of that. When they were young, I asked a question like that. What, why is it that you don't want to hug them? 
Why is it that you don't want to say I love you to them? Or good night, I love you. Good morning, I love you. To this very day, all of my children are grown now. And uh, the youngest ones, of course, the older, older ones don't uh, have to do this now. They're grown and gone on and so forth. But the youngest ones who are grown and on their own now, they still text me every night and every morning. Good night, Papa. I love you. Good morning, Papa. I love you. And I, of course, text them back. We, why do we do that? And I did, it, I did it with the older ones when they first left, too. It provides some continuity and some comfort in this strange, evil world they're going out into. And I thank the Lord for that. And I thank the Lord for that privilege. But they don't, they don't say anything about uh, their mother. Of course, when they get older, they may include uh, something. But they, uh, they, they don't do that. As far as good night, I love you. Good morning, I love you. Uh, because they never got that from her, and you can't fake that when you get when you when you, as time goes on. And uh, and I know some of you, sweet evangelicals and sweet charismatics and sweet Methodists and sweet Presbyterians. And you sweet Baptists and Bible folk, you, you, this is, you don't like this because this is uncomfortable to you. You know why it's uncomfortable to you? Because you were evil as the devil towards your children as well. You were not as loving as you should have been. If the truth was told, look at me real good, don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. <laughs> You're too much in a hurry to pray. We're going to pray in a minute. Okay, see, that, 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 see this, is, this, is why, uh, this is what's happening. You got many. The reason why I share these things, because first of all, once you, number one, I would have never shared these things if she had repented and gotten her heart right with God and got saved and started loving her children like she should. But let me get right back to the main point. I don't want them that they are vulnerable to be. Uh, led astray by evil and ungodly and wicked people because they never felt the love of their mother. And uh, and so, I, I, not too much, hopefully my sons, but my daughters, I know for a fact, have gone out seeking a mother. And sometimes uh, the mother could be wicked, more wicked in other ways than, uh, than the natural mother. And I have warned my children not to do that. I understand you need a woman in your life to guide you. That's wonderful. But don't let them influence you away from God and make you hate your father who did everything he could to get you through. So that's the other thing that I'm concerned about for my children. Uh, none of them have had that motherly love thing that's like a glue. It's like a glue that kind of keeps them together. And they will be even uh, more family oriented if they had that. But who wants to come back to a family, to a household, where the mother never did the loving job that she was supposed to do? They, they, uh, I don't know of anybody who would want to do that. But be that as it may,
Those are the two things. But now let me say this. Uh, um, my prayer is, is for them to do what, by the grace of God, I did, because I had a similar situation, not as, not as uh, gross as this one. Um, and yes, I did tell her and make her hug her children and say, I love you. But it got to the point when they got older, they didn't want her to hug her. They would, they would stiff up. They couldn't. Uh, they, they didn't want her to touch her, touch them, and 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 and, and they uh, mechanically said, if she did say good morning, child, I love you, they would mechanically say it back because I was standing right there. But my point to you is, uh, parents. Especially you wives and mothers. Uh, you don't want me to talk about it because you're guilty. There's a lot of things that you women do not want me to say. That's real talk coming out of my family because you're guilty. But see, nobody knows about your evil and your foolishness and your sin. But God and your husband and your God uh, and and. But God and your husband, and your husband is afraid of you. First of all, no husband wants to say anything negative about their wife because it's a pride issue. All men want people to think well of their wives. It's just a natural pride thing. All men want that. All men do not want anybody to think negatively of their wife. It's just a Joseph thing that's in all men, especially Christian men. And if my wife had confessed her sins and repented and changed, got saved and changed midstream there, you wouldn't know anything about her. God has given me the liberty to do so. She started it by apologizing to me and to our children for not being a good woman, a good wife, and a good mother on a Father's Day before my oldest two children were walking out of the door having graduated from college. And then she uh, wrote an article about it and it's been read around the world. And it, and it has impacted the lives of many women and some husbands as well hoping that their wife will come clean like that and tell the truth and be the woman, wife, and mother she should be. That's all a God thing. And let me just say something to you about transparency. I believe every true, blue, born-again Christian gets to the point of complete transparency in their lives. And regarding their family. First of all, because at some point in your Christian life, you are going to become dead. That's something that God does. You can't fake it. You can't work it up. You can't manufacture it. God does it. He'll lead you to even pray that it'll be done. I die daily, Paul said. So, 
when you die, you, you're moving towards transparency about everything because somehow God will let you know that your transparency will help more people than you're trying to be a hypocrite and cover up th things and hide things, even about precious people in your family. And that, uh, you know, and, and having the, the transparency to tell the truth about your sins, your faults, and your failures, which I have done, and about issues in your own family. Instead of trying to make everybody, most of us are trying to make everybody think our family is wonderful and hunger-dory and just great, and we just got it going on 100%. And that's not the case anywhere. And something else about transparency, you're really becoming more like Christ when you become transparent. Because the light of God, of Jesus, can shine through you in multiple ways and you're helping people even though you're putting down yourself even though you may mention some negative things about yourself and your own family and most men like I told you contrary to what you think I, I don't get any thrill out of this I wish it was not the case but I would be a liar sitting up here uh, telling you how wonderful uh, our relationship has been my wife and I's relationship and in uh, and, and, and her relationship with her children and what, what the real deal is because here's something about the real deal and you have seen it in movies if it is a true story it's going to rain true see people can connect to what I'm talking about because they know it's true because they can they, they, they sense that it is true and they know what is happening in their own life and you have husbands looking at their wives and wives looking at their husbands. The husband is saying, see, you ought to be like that. You ought to stop being like that woman. And then the uh, wife is looking at me and saying, well, you ought to tell the truth like that man. He's not afraid to tell the truth. You are, because you know I'll put you on the couch. That kind of thing is going on when they hear the truth like this. See? It's time out. Time out, people, for all this lying and dishonesty and deceit. And then we hear about you in the paper. We hear about you online because you've been lying, trying to cover up. Two of the biggest liars, and I, I love them both, and I wish them the best. Two of the biggest liars in recent evangelical Christianity... I guess that can tell you, it tells you what kind of heart I have. Devon, well, Devon Franklin and I, I have no problem remembering Megan Good. That's how, I, it's just wrong. It's wrong. It's evil. I guess that's an evil part of me. I have no problem remembering Megan Good. But I have a problem remembering her former husband, Devon Franklin. Because I have no interest in him whatsoever. But anyway, you understand? Biggest phonies in evangelical Christian. From day one, I told my family who were still here, I think everybody was still here at that time, I believe, uh, that it was not going to work. I saw it from Jump Street. Uh, and, and, and it's time out for that, though. It's time out for all of that foolishness, 
lying, covering up the fake smiles and grins. Oh, aren't they so wonderful? Oh, the weight. Oh, they wrote a book together, the weight, how we waited. Well, she, first of all, if she never waited before you, then you're not going to be able to handle, you're not going to be able to handle her. If you don't want to just wait it. She may not like that, but it's the truth. It's okay. And they don't say anything now. And that's just how the sweet evangelicals like it. Just shut up. Don't say anything. Let us keep making money off of you. Write another book. They both need to get in front of everybody and give everybody their money back for the books that they sold and deceive people to buy. Talk about a big lie. They're not the only ones. In fact, they're low man and woman on the totem pole. We got other bigger name preachers who have done it and they are doing it right now. The devil is a lie. They're liars. Their feet ain't made. And their heart pumps peanut butter. Just tell the truth and shame the devil, man. Everybody knows, or at least all discerning people know, you don't have it going on like that. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, the Bible says, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. All I can say to my children and to all of the children, do what the Bible says. Don't go by your feelings. Don't go by your divorced girlfriend's feelings or your lesbian friend's feelings or your homosexual friend's feelings and what they say. They are totally off track and misguided. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Don't be like other people. Be like Christ. Follow him. Obey him. And serve him for the rest of your lives. I say that to my children and to your children. Because it's it's unraveling in front of your face. In our country, in our society, and in your community today. I believe that parents, Christian parents who raised their children up in church, in this generation, the past two generations, have lost more of their children to the devil and to hellions and to homosexuals and lesbians and whoremongers and whores than a little bit, probably more than any other generation in the history of the church. And it's bad now and it's going to get worse. And, and I have no problem if any of my children go to the devil, go to the devil's side, I have no problem telling you that's what happened. It's, no, it's not going to be in the skin off my back at all. 
Because I know God knows what I did in raising them. God knows what I sacrificed to get them to where they are. God knows it. I know it. Even my evil wife knows it. And all seven of my children know it. They know what I did. Everybody. To get them over. And to get them on their way. And they know what God's word says. And they know that they should pray. They know how to pray. They know that they should read the Bible. They know right from wrong very well. And I thank God. I mean, my children are still supporting me and and serving me in the ministry. Uh, But I I have no problem reporting to you that I, I have a child that has gone to the hell side. There's no skin off my back at all. Uh, I'm going to hate it. Like any parent. But I will tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie to you and say my children are all of this and that. And they're not. When you can probably look online and see that they're not. Alright. With that said, my beloved. I think we have one more day with the children. Let's pray for other people. Let's pray for other families. And I want you to pray. If you're saved, I want to strongly encourage you to pray. Okay? Because a little talk with Jesus will make you whole if you're not saved. If you call on his name to save you, he'll make you whole. And a little talk with Jesus will make things right. A little talk with Jesus. It's amazing what a little talk with Jesus can do. Holy Father God, I thank you for that truth. And I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for the privilege and the power and the peace of prayer. I pray for the salvation of all families that don't know you. For because we have failed you in getting the gospel to them. And Holy Father God, I pray for the revival of those families that do know you. And Holy Father God... I pray for the salvation of millions. I pray for the revival of millions. I pray for the healing of millions. I pray for the comfort of millions due to the coronavirus plague and other plagues, the monkeypox plague and other things that are out here today in the church and outside of the church. And Holy Father God, I pray for all people who name the name of Christ. And that is, Lord, that you will have mercy and grace upon such wretched people as we are in the church. And Lord, somehow, by your grace, please forgive us of our wicked sin, sins of not obeying your great commandment or your great commission. We have done evil in your sight. 
And Lord, help us to repent. I also pray that you will help us by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and get back to you our first love. And then, Holy Father God, I pray for all people who are in the government ministry of government from the President of the United States. It doesn't matter to me, Lord, as you know, whether they're Republican or Democrat or Independent. And uh, black and white, red and yellow. And Lord, I pray uh, for the President of the United States and all government officials all the way down to police officers. And I pray for, I thank you for those who are saved. I pray that you would revive them again. Save those who are lost. Cast the devil and the demons of hell out of all of them who have that problem that they may do what is right in your sight. And Lord, we pray that And we know that they're doing a good job and and you have called them to do this. But Lord, we pray that they would step it up and get to the point that they will have surveillance on devilish, demonically filled, uh, demon-possessed people before they kill another group of people. And Lord, from what I understand, it can be done. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, protect all of your Christian people who are being persecuted in Nigeria, America, China, and around the globe. Lord, help us all to stand. And Lord, I pray that you will uh, protect us and surround us with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. And Holy Father God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And now, Lord, we pray for the family. Uh, We pray for the millions again of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague, which is still, as one preacher said, a real thing. We pray for the family and friends of Virginia resident Tina Renee Deal. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Albanian resident Indrit Bajrami. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Greg Allen over Bay. We pray for the family and friends of Kansas resident Mark Saulnier. We pray for the family and friends of Louisiana resident Robert Merrill. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for all people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. And, uh, Lord, we pray for the thousands uh, who you have allowed us to pray for by name and over their needs, and you gave us the strength to do so. Most of all, Lord, we thank you for your holy word that says, Ask, and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. And thank you, Holy Father God, for answering thousands of prayers for people all around the world in our joint prayer efforts together. And Lord, we pray for the thousands, and we pray, Lord, for a few by name. We pray for Nita, please save and comfort Dr. Zelenko family and friends. Comfort them as only you can. 
after his death. Please heal Nita's tooth, nerves, tonsils, ears, and legs, which are numb and weak. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi. Uh, thank you, Lord. We, we praise you together for the new church plant. Thank you for the uh, successful uh, evangelistic meeting and service, a leadership meeting as well uh, in Bungoma. Thank you, Lord, for the souls that have been saved, Christians that have been revived and blessed. And uh, Lord, we pray that you would continue to bless the expansion of the ministry. And Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Completely provide for each and every ministry to do what needs to be done for your glory, your praise, and your honor. We pray for uh, more souls to be saved. We pray for Sister Billia's funeral, at Sister Billia's funeral, rather. And Lord, we pray. Uh, that you would heal Timothy completely and provide for his family. Please heal Melanie's eyes, completely provide her with the contact lenses she needs. We pray for Linda, please heal Crystal mentally and emotionally. Bless her to get a good job. Please heal her relationship with Clark and his family. Heal her relationship with Timothy and help her to be kinder to uh, Linda's family and have a better attitude. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the people who have trusted in you as Savior. Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Govin, Michelle, Daniel D, Ellie, Daniel Y. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray for Awilana, Douglas, Curtis, Gary, and Remy. We commit these souls into your hands and let your will be done in their lives and in ours. Holy Father God, we pray now that you would open blinded eyes, unstop deaf ears, and save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now dear friend, if you're with us tonight and you have never trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ in the free pardon of your sins, you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved from your sin, the power of your sin and the punishment of your sin. Please do so tonight. Understand that you are a sinner. You have sinned against God repeatedly. You have broken his Ten Commandments. For the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have sinned by lying. We all have sinned by stealing. We all have sinned by coveting and lusting in our hearts. We all have sinned by uh, 
disobedience, by dishonoring and disobeying our parents. Uh, we all have sinned by dishonoring God, by taking his name in vain. We're all sinners. No matter how much money you have, no matter how rich you are, no matter what kind of house you live in, no matter what kind of looks you have, we're all sinners in God's sight. We all have done evil in his sight. And the Bible says, uh, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And secondly, the Bible says that there is a penalty for sin. There is a payment for sin. For the wages of sin is death. The reason why you die is your violations uh, uh, of God's law. Your crimes against heaven. And they may not be very serious to you, for sadly, for most of us, our sins are not as serious to us as they are to others, and how they offend others. Uh, just like many people cannot smell their own stink, but others can very quickly. And God has smelled, if you will, our stink, and he's not pleased with it. God is very offended. In fact, the Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day uh, because of our unrighteous, nasty, stinking acts against him, but really against ourselves as well. The wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Make no mistake about it. We don't die because of cancer. We die because of sin. And God wants you to understand that if God will allow you to die from this beautiful world in which he made, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. This is my Father's world, and it is absolutely amazing. Hanging on nothing, by the way, that you can see, but by his power. And it's a privilege to be here. But if God will allow you to die, and he will, because of your sins, he will allow you to go to hell. You need to understand that. The Bible says it is appointed on a man once to die, but after this, the judgment. And so you're on your way to hell right now, and you need to accept the fact that you're on the road to hell if you have never believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. And God will allow you to go to hell unless you have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and prayed and received him into your heart and repented of your sins. Jesus Christ preached much on hell. He preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible. And he preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves you and he wants you to take advantage of what he did for you on the cross to save you from hell. There's no other alternative. There's no purgatory. There's no limbo. There's no in-between. It's up or down heaven or hell. Matthew 18.8 says, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off. That means if your hand or your foot causes you to sin against God, 
cut them off and cast them from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life halt, that is, a crippled or maimed with your hand amputated rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. You think this is hot? You have not seen hot, my friend. Because it's going to be way hotter than this in hell. So do not go to hell. You don't have to go. Why? Because just like Jesus Christ preached to the bad news that people who die without him will go to hell, he also preached to the good news. And his good news trumps that bad news big time. For Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So, to be saved from hell, all you need to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. If you're willing to believe that in your heart and in your spirit, let's call on the name of the Lord as the Bible tells us to do. Romans 10:13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, by the way? Saved from the punishment of sin in the eternal never-ending flames of hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven, to be with God and Jesus and the angels and the saints of God forever. So follow me in what is called the sinner's prayer. Mean it from your heart. As you pray it, repeat it after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have sinned against you repeatedly by lying, by stealing, by lusting and coveting what other people have, by dishonoring and disobeying my parents by dishonoring you, by taking your holy name in vain. And as you know, Lord, many other sins. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. I believe your holy gospel that you suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit Change me from the inside out and help me to truly repent of all of my sins past. 
and to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the new life. Turning away from my evil lifestyle. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God, may I say to you, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, as he said, and praying and asking him to save your soul. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to Gospel Light Society or Gospel Light House of Prayer and read my free book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. If you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you to help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian disciple that God wants you to be. If you have a prayer request, please send that in as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good, is my prayer. By the grace of God, if the Lord Taras is coming, uh, as you know, I am in the midst of a July 4th series, very powerful and uh, very convicting. I will not be preaching on that tonight, but I will wrap it up later on in the week. Stay tuned. If uh, the Lord Tarras is coming and we live, we'll be back here again tomorrow uh, night for our Wednesday night prayer meeting uh, and the long-running series, Praying Through the Bible. And, uh, uh, and also, of course, I'll be back tomorrow with another Standing Between the Living and the Dead devotional. So, until then, pray without ceasing. Let's all stand for our closing prayer. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for what you have done uh, and what you're doing in the lives of many people through your Holy Word and by the power of your Holy Spirit. We still pray for over three million souls to come to know your Savior through this ministry alone and millions more through other ministries before it is eternally too late. Lord, help us to pray without ceasing throughout this night. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. And to get that salute right. I'm not playing the music tonight because I think somebody is uh, making a whole lot of money off of us and we don't want any problems with our dear friends. So you pray for us. Oh, by the way, 
Daniel Ezekiel, Daniqua, and Danielle put up a clear uh, way for people to give uh, to the work of the ministry. And uh, as you all know, uh, because I never wanted to be uh, considered a part of the so-called Prosperity Gospel Preachers group, I have not said anything about money for many years. I thank God for Dr. Tony Evans and Dr. Lewis Evans, who is now home with the Lord. God touched their hearts without my asking them. And uh, they have stood with us financially for over 20 years, I think, or close to that. And uh, I don't even know if their children know that. But I thank the Evans family. Uh, I mean, that's a God thing. Uh, we have never met. I've never asked them for that. Uh, but yet they have stood with us. They found a way to stand with us. And I thank God for all of my children who have supported me financially and otherwise. All of my grown children support me in the ministry. Uh, Dr. Tony Evans, Dr. Lois Evans with a God-given good name and a God-given platform. And then your own children standing with you. Uh, you might be uh, giving into good ground when you support us. You ought to have the confidence. If God led them, then uh, you ought to have the confidence to uh, stand with us. You have a man here who is preaching twice, uh, once or twice a day, and not a week, but a day. Uh, and has been doing so for going on seven years on the daily thing, but been preaching the gospel for over 42 years. I'm right here. I'm very open and transparent. Uh, you know my faults and my failures and my weaknesses. And you even know about some things you may not like about me, but that's all right. And you know all about, uh, and I'm, I've been married to one wife all of these years by the grace of God. Uh, over 34 years, and she's here right now uh, serving with me. And so uh, until Jesus comes or until Jesus calls me home, I'm not going anywhere. If I'm healthy and strong, by God's grace, I'm going to keep on preaching every day as much as I can with a few breaks thrown in. And so uh, if God would touch your heart, if God would lead you, and if you're able, give any amount you can. If you want one of my books uh, as a gift, I'll be glad to get that off to you. Uh, you can give, uh, I'm asking everybody to at least give $7. Give a biblical number, $12. Uh, you may want to give $1,200 or $12,000. We need the financial help. And, uh, and we would appreciate it. So, God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Uh, Daniel, uh, Ezekiel seemed like somebody just paid something or gave something. And I've been hearing that little sound. So, uh, let me know. Check it out. Let me know uh, who sent the money so we can 
thank them. God bless you. Real good. Don't do anything God does not lead you to do. Because that's one thing I've told people. Now, if God does not lead me to support you or stand with you, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I follow the leadership of the Lord. And I've also told people, if God does not lead you, don't do it. It's going to be a problem. I even have told people who support our uh, business. We have a business that supports the ministry. And, and multiple businesses that support the ministry. Now, we've told people for years, if God does not lead you to do it, don't do it. And we're very serious about that. Because, see, if you don't follow leadership of the Lord, there's going to be a problem. And we don't want problems. So, uh, I don't support anybody. I don't stand with anybody. God does not give me peace to stand with. And even if they mess up, I can still stand with them and love them. And support them and help them through. Uh, but God has to give me peace about you. <laughs> and if God does not give you peace about me, don't do it. And by the way, also, if you're hurting and you're still in the car right now crying because you went to the Dollar General and you thought you were going to spend $13 like you used to and you spent 55 and you're crying and you're boohooing, then you might not want to send me anything because you, you kind of like I am. Okay? If you're, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're hurting... Financially, I want you to use that money for yourself. There, there are, to my sh shock and surprise, there are millions of people who, who have a whole lot of money. And, and just one of you, uh, Dr. Tony Evans and, 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 and Dr. Lois, and with, with the help of a few others, they found ways to support us and stand with us for over 20 years. Being the bulk, and I'm talking about serious money. I'm not talking about $50, man. No, 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 no. God touched that man's heart and touched his wife's heart. Thousands of dollars down through the years. And all glory goes back to God. He, does, he, he, he did it in a way, she did it in a way they didn't know, uh, they, they didn't want me to know who, who did it. God, of course, I have great discernment and everything. God showed me who was behind it. Okay? So now, God, we're not going to go under. The ministry is going to go on. Because God has set up our ministry to operate on a shoestring if necessary. Uh, the whole purpose is to get the gospel out. Okay? And so, uh, uh, I'm depending on my son, Daniel Ezekiel, my daughter, Daniqua, and my daughter, Danielle, to let me know when you give money. Because I don't even know how to check the thing. I don't know how to check out anything. So if you sent something and you didn't hear back from us, you need to let us know. You can email me directly. That's something I can check is the email. DW3 at Gospel Light Society. In fact, if you send something, if you send $1, if you send $7, I want to thank you for it personally. Send your email to my email box. Tell me what you did, and I will write you directly. Or my wife will type it up for me uh, at DW3. That's D as in Daniel, W as in white, 3, the numeral 3, not all spell out 3, the numeral 3, at Gospel Light Society. Now, you can give through 
Gospelite Society PayPal or Gospelite Society uh, Cash App. I believe that uh, my son Daniel's even got a setup for uh, two or three other ways to pay. And all of that will be on the site, if not tonight, tomorrow, on the Facebook page, or on some other site where you can do that. But we need your prayers, most of all, and we need your financial support. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.